You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. For all, for all things ATL. For everything Falcons. First to the end zone, touchdown! This is Peachtree Football. Now, your host, Dylan Matthews and Bo Morgan. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Dylan Matthews, alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Bo Morgan, and we are Pete Street Football. Make sure you like this podcast, follow the podcast, and download this podcast wherever you get your podcast. That is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast. Pete Street Football is there. Oh, oh, Bo. Today, today is one of those days. Today is one of those days where a game that ends and the game that really goes the way this Falcons versus Charger game goes is just demoralizing it's deflating and you know we we talked about it last week how you know when 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 your team wins you, you feel good the, about the rest of that Sunday you're excited to watch Sunday night football you just feel better about the rest of your Sunday but when your team loses and when your team loses the way the Atlanta Falcons lost to the Los Angeles Chargers today by a final score of 17 to 20, it don't feel great. You're in a bad mood. The food don't taste the same, don't taste as good. You don't care so much about the rest of the the rest of the slate of football games the rest of the week. I mean, this just sucks, Bo. It just sucks. I mean, the Atlanta Falcons losing to the Los Angeles Chargers at home, 17 to 20, go to four and five on the year when this was a perfectly winnable football game, even when you didn't capitalize on opportunities throughout the duration of the football game, even when you had some mistakes, you still could have overcome it at the end, but there, and and I don't, I don't want to even, I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying this cost us the football game because it didn't, but it hurts when you get a fumble by a team and by Austin Eckler at the end, where you really think you're 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 de- a dead man walking or a dead team walking, then you know they were just setting themselves up to kick a game-winning field goal. You get a fumble, you recover it, and then Taquan Graham's running down the sideline, and then he just straight up drops the football. The Los Angeles Chargers recover it. You're still kind of in it because they you get them out of field goal range at least, but then you give up like a 20-yard pass on the first play. Charges with two timeouts, and they 
ultimately kicked the game winning field goal. I mean, it just it was a roller coaster of emotions that didn't work out in your favor this week, Bo. So this is really just a, a crappy, crappy way to end a football game. Crappy way to end the week. And, you know, it, it just it sucks, Bo. It sucks. Yeah, it's a gut punch. I mean, that's what it is. It's it's a game that you you know, you look at the the stat sheet and uh you know, you run for 200 yards. Yep. Check. They run for under 100. Uh you know, you hold their quarterback to one touchdown and interception. I mean, 30 of 43 for 245 is nothing to write home about. And um for a quarterback and you still lost the game. Um, you know, you turn around, you look at the first time that they that the, in his rookie year when they played, he went thirty six of forty four for two forty three. Today he went thirty of forty three for two forty five. Um, yeah, that was a two touchdown, one interception performance. So <clears throat> now that's the game you're supposed to win. Um, yeah, and and and, and 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 you know, I don't believe that. I think that they were this team turned the ball over twice, and each other, each one was huge. They were both yes. extremely costly. Um, you know, you can't turn the ball over in the red zone. This team has turned the ball over in the red zone twice at home, and they've lost both games. Both times they were going in to score. Uh, one was going to put the game away in week one against the Saints. The other was going to give you a, a, a lead because it was 14-10 at that point. Um, and you, you, you lost the game by holding the team to 20 points. Um, your defense... Played pretty well for the most part. So, yeah. it is a gut punch. You know, it's one that you should have. You should be, you should, you should right now, you should be like, well, we won the game. Uh, we should be happy right now. We're not. They oh. were missing a lot of guys, and they dinked and dunked you, and you somehow you still let them, you still lost. Um, now you need help from the, from, you know, Tampa Bay's, uh, you know, you need, you need to make sure these teams lose, and, um, you know, the Saints, and, and, but the, the 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 other thing is, is uh, you know, if you're going to lose a game out of this window between Panthers, Chargers, Panthers, this is the game you could lose. Yeah. This was the least important game. Right. Uh, you hope, you know, Elijah Wilkins is on the IR, and then Matt Hennessy goes down, who stepped in for him, and then Colby Gossett w- 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 was his guy. And I thought Gossett played fine. I don't think you missed right. anything. So, no. look, it's um, – it's just one of those you don't. It just sucks. That's all the only. I don't know what else to put it. It it sucks. So, um, that's that's that really. Yeah, and I mean, even even with again the the Taquan Graham interception, which obviously I'm not interception fumble that leaves a sour taste in your mouth. Really, it was the missed opportunities by the offense because you go up ten to nothing in a first quarter. You dominated, and the Chargers have been bad in the first quarter all all season long. They've been bad in the first quarter. And you get, you know, two straight, or maybe I think it was three straight, three and outs. And I mean, you had opportunities to really pile it on the Chargers and you just couldn't. I mean, you had a chance in the beginning of that football game to absolutely put the Chargers away and you couldn't. The defense was getting stops. The offense just, you got the you got the first touchdown on the, on the first drive and that looked great. You stalled, and you really should have had a touchdown on the second drive. You get a field goal, but then after that, offense really couldn't muster up much until the second half. So, really, for me, well, the story of the game is missed opportunities. Well, let's talk about that. Though. They yeah. then now, you know that's that's part of the game. We gotta 
uh, I agree that, and I'm going to get in a sense, I'm going to get into squid sequences, and we're going to talk about yeah. where the op, where they where the offense missed opportunities. Yeah. Um, but you know, you had some chances that the, the, the they did a really good job of making adjustments. They ended up, you, you know, you had 92 yards, I think, uh, rushing in the first quarter, and then they made an adjustment where. They put in a bigger they, – they, they went to some bigger guys up front, mm-hmm. and then they um, and then they brought guys down. So they were essentially had a six-man box. So they brought down Derwin James in the box, and they brought Khalil Mack up on the edge, and, and it's at times Kyle uh, Van Noy as well. So, so, so you got to give them some credit. You know, they're playing yeah. too. They're coaching too. They, they, you know, you, you did something that – uh, came out and was punched him in the mouth, and they made a quick adjustment. And then you got to give credit to Arthur Smith, who turned around and made an adjustment. Yeah. That came out of the second half, and then you were able to – the offense was able to click again, but then a turnover, kills the drive. Defense comes out, gets you a three and out, and then Drake London just gets the ball taken away from him. Now, you know, it, it's easy to rip on Drake, but this is a young guy making a play, and Khalil yeah. Mack – that's why the, that's why freaking Khalil Mack is Khalil Mack. That's why he's one of yeah. the best players in – in, in football on the defensive side because mm-hmm. he makes plays like that. Uh, so, so as much as we want to, you know, get on that, that, oh, missed opportunity. And, and you're right. There was some missed opportunity. We're going to get to them. Yeah. But you gotta, we gotta, we gotta take a step back and remember that both, both teams are playing here. You know, mm-hmm. you're not just going out there and playing air and just screwing this up. You know, other teams <laughs> out there getting paid. Their coaches are getting paid. They're yeah. putting stuff together too. Yeah. That's a pretty decent coaching staff, but that's a pretty good team. Even without some guys, some mm-hmm. weapons, still a pretty good team. They're 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 a five and three team right now, and they've been without some guys. You're so, right. good point. I think Keenan Allen's been out most of the year. So, yeah. so we got to remember that when we want to just you know get in our feelings and 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 blame everything on, um, you know, a few guys. Uh, you know, so it just that that's the one thing I think we should the. the we should we should remember. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Yeah, no, the, the Chargers definitely played a really good game. And like you said, even with guys like Keenan Allen, obviously JC Jackson, Joey Bosa, um, Mike Williams, even with the, all those guys out, they still made plays. Austin Eckler had a good game, not necessarily running the ball, but catching the ball out of backfield. Uh, he had a good game. Justin Herbert, you know, found guys like Joshua Palmer. He found different guys out there. So, they worked with what they had and they made, they made it work and they made plays down the stretch. Khalil Mack obviously made a huge play. So they did what they had to do and they, they did what they had to do to make the win. They made more plays down the stretch. Oh. That's what Arthur Smith said. That's what Marcus Mariota said. Um, so you do have to give some credit to them. Um, but you know, yeah, but you held Eckler to under a hundred yards. You did. Yeah. I mean, you know, he had 47 on the ground and 24th of the air. Now he touched the ball a lot. Right. But your defense played pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, in fact, the worst play defensively, really, all day was at the end, with the Graham fumble, and then that, then the very next play, you yeah. know, you 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 let 
you let uh, I think it was Palmer make a big catch. Palmer was the guy right. that hurt you the most oh, all day. Sure. I thought I didn't think Cornell Armstrong played very well today. I thought no. at times he had some good covers, but I mean. He he didn't tackle very well. I, I thought I thought there was some sloppiness in some areas, but look, that's all behind you, and you just gotta you just gotta um, put this behind you. You don't have time to waller in, right. in your feelings and pity yourself. You gotta turn this thing around and know that you got a game Thursday. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the, and that's the good thing for the Atlanta Falcons. And Marcus Mariota said that in the post game when he was talking to Dave Archer. He talked about, you know, it's it, this is a good week to have a short week. And with how this is game played out, it's good that the Atlanta Falcons have a short week because you get to flush it. That, those are his words. You know, you kind of get to flush it. So they'll get to flush this quick. However, I do, you know, as far as the missed opportunities go, I do want to touch on that again because I, I want to get your thoughts on this. And I heard Dave Archer talked about this during the broadcast. There were times where... Marcus Mariota, Kyle Pitts, they, you know, they were close on a couple of connections down the field. That would have been some big plays. It's just slight miscommunication or maybe misunderstanding, you know, where Marcus was throwing more vertically down the field and Kyle Pitts was maybe trying to flatten the route out just a little bit. So those I think those two those couple of plays where you had Kyle Pitts open down the field and you just couldn't connect with them. I think those couple of plays that happened happened at least two, maybe three times. I think those are big as well as far as not being able to get things going on the offensive, offensive side of the football, and those could have been some big plays right there that at least led to field goals, if not touchdowns. Yeah, and everybody's going to blame the quarterback because that's what the stupid narrative has been all year. And everything yeah, when it might not be his fault. We, we, we don't know. No, you don't. And so let's, so the speculation is, 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 that people want to have is ridiculous. Right. Everybody just wants things. Everybody thinks they're a damn coach. They're an expert, and they know what happened <laughs> here and there. And you know, quarterbacks are thrown, are thrown, are are, are taught based off of what they what look they're seeing or where the safety is on how to how to um you know what to, to do, where to throw yeah. the ball, how where if you either throw it vertically or you you know you kind of put it more on the on the sideline. And so he, the way the safety played, that, that seemed like maybe Mariota did that now. You know, is he expecting Kyle to do something? I mean, is that inexperienced? But Mariota was, you know, there was at times where, I mean, there was a pass to Demir Bird that was a, uh, there was no separation and he fits it in there. And yeah, now it was a little, it, was a, it wasn't an easy catch, but if you put your hands on it, catch the ball. Yeah. Um, I mean, we saw that, that a couple of times a day. On that particular play you talked about, I mean, Marcus Mariota did all that he could to put the ball right on him. And, I mean, Demir Bird, honestly, I hate to say it, he just dropped it. I mean, it was put right on him. the ball. Him. But it, was, yeah. it, wasn't, it, wasn't a, it wasn't, you know, a, a really easy catch. But No, it was tough. But that's your job, catch the ball. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just catch the ball. And, and Pitts had one where he should have had earlier, and he didn't yeah. catch it. Yeah, and good point. Good call. You'd like to think a, a guy that's 6'5 is going to – or 6'4", 6'5 going to go up and make – 6'6 going to make the catch. Um, you know, uh, that – so, you know, Pitts is 6'6". Six, six. I mean, there shouldn't – if a ball hits your hands, catch it. So, um, uh, you know, let it just – that. that and, and if I sound frustrated, because I am. You yeah. know, I, I, I was a lot less angry about this game until I started talking about it. And now I'm irritated. <laughs> I'm frustrated. Uh, you know, I you – know, I'm you know, with you. It's, it's frustrating just because, you know – even though you were down A.J. Terrell, even though you were down Casey Hayward, I'm not making excuses. 
you know, because the Chargers were down a lot of guys too, and a lot of important players. And, you know, we were down some important players too. But the frustrating part is, is that you played well enough to put yourself in position to win the game. And it feels like you you were you were so close, but you just did not make those one, two, maybe three plays that you needed to make to finish the game and put yourself out in front. You 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 did enough, you didn't finish. I mean, that's 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 what it is. I, I'm not gonna ramble, but you you just didn't finish. I mean, between you know the I'm again not giving any blame here because I don't know, and I'm not afraid to say I don't know. You know what way you know if you're if Mark's supposed to go toward the sideline or Kyle's supposed to go more vertical. All I know is there they didn't connect. So the fact that Marcus Mariota and Kyle Pitts unfortunately couldn't connect on those couple of deep balls where they were very close but just couldn't connect on the the play where Drake he's trying to make a play and look again not necessarily blaming Drake he's trying to make a play I see what he's doing Camille Khalil Mack just makes a great football play and again that's why you said he's Khalil Mack so just between Marcus Mariota and Kyle Pitts not being able to connect Drake London having the play, having the ball taken away from him by Khalil Mack and then obviously Taquan Graham at the end well it looks like you might have gotten a miracle he he drops the ball and then the Chargers get the ball right back and still go down and kick the game winning field goal. Between those really like three, four key plays, feels like you were close. It's just you couldn't hit on those few plays that you really needed to. And that was the difference in the ballgame. So it's just frustrating because you were so close, but yet so far away. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah, I mean that's part of it, but uh, and that's kind of, you know, and and go ahead and we'll go ahead and get to um, yeah. Sid's what, what did you sequences. think the most important sequences were, Squid? Well, you know, I, I thought there were a couple. I, I liked the beginning, and I wanted to talk about this because I wanted to talk about the job that Arthur Smith did in getting and you know, CP said all week that. Mm. He wasn't going to come in and step on people's toes. And, and, and I thought the first drive was a perfect example of that because they immediately came in and got him got him some touches and got him a good fill. You know, they, they come in and they, they, th- they swing it out to him and he gains nine yards. And then, and then uh, this is the very first possession. This is a great drive, by the way. Other than one play, it's a really good drive, uh, one play call. And, and so they, they – they, um, so boom, they come in the next play. He runs for another seven, and then you hit out. Then you let out. Then you take him out. Algier comes in and busts one off immediately for forty-four yards. Had great blocking, everything. And to me, that just kind of set the tone that hey, we're gonna run the ball today, and 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 you're gonna have to stop us, and we want to see you try. And that was to me that that was huge because that really set a tone. Um, that that. To me, that set a tone of what 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 they were trying to do, and um, and I liked it. And then you continued down. Uh, you hit uh, Michael Pruitt. Um, you also uh, you know Mariota got to run and, and and take it, take the ball. And then you had Patterson down there. Um, 
uh, you know, he finished the drive off with a touchdown. Uh, so I, I thought that was, you know, that was great. That, that right. was kind of what you wanted. And I thought that um, that set the tone. But then we want to get to the and, – and by the way, one of the plays that really um, can't, can't be understated is um, – was the fact that Keith Smith got a huge block on uh, – on, on that play, and then CP was able to take it in. CP's running was a big deal today. Oh, he yeah. ran over Drew Tranquil on his second <laughs> touchdown run. That was flat great. just trucked him. Yes. And, and you go back and look, and he was where they were. I mean, that was just a that was a that was a hell of a play by CP to 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 to, to do that. I mean, that was just phenomenal. So that was one. But then let's go to the let's go to the end of the game because to me. That's where the next big sequence comes into play, yeah. and I've circled it because we're gonna we're, we're gonna talk. You know, I wanted to, one of the things I had in there was the the possession uh, where the, the the Falcons get the ball. I think about five and a half minutes left, and Algier runs for two yards, and then that was the missed pass to Pitts, and mm-hmm. then there was a pass that looked like to London. It was kind of I don't really almost like no man's land. It, it wasn't a great. Oh yeah. It wasn't it, – it, 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 pressure causes it, but you know, that's where he's just trying to do something, trying to get it in there. That that was a that was a three and out that you just couldn't afford to have at that point. You needed – you know, you had a three-point lead. Uh, no, the game was tied uh, at that point. Uh, excuse yeah. me. And, um, you know, you needed to do something, and you didn't. So, then you turn around and – we talked about it. They start going down the field, and this is what lost, this essentially lost the ball game. You know they're going to kick a field goal. It's essentially the last play before they kick the field goal, right? And Eckler fumbles somehow, and uh, you know for whatever reason this guy fumbles, and Taquan Graham picks it up and he's running down the field and he just drops the ball. Looks Drop. like he's he's he. I don't. I, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, but he just flat out drops the ball, and. Jeez. There you go. That's that, and that was a huge, huge issue. And then they, then the very next play, um, Herbert hits. Um, he hit. Uh, it was Palmer. I was right. It was Palmer yep. for a deep pass, twenty-two yard gain. And now you're right back to where you were. You run a couple plays, boom. Yeah, you, you, you kick the field goal and you win the game. And I mean, so the, really, it was that fumble. I mean, I, I don't want to. Make it overly simplistic, but it's what it was. It's that simple. It yeah. that cost you the game. So there's no way around it. It it, it was just absolutely. Uh, you could, you know, when Taquan Graham gets that, he's got to not turn that ball over. He cannot drop that ball. I'd almost rather him just fell on it. Yeah, um, and, and why why are you talking about that, Squid? I mean. I understand it was at a point where the ball was just kind of standing still. He scooped it up and he was trying to run with it. But even at that point where you have it, you know you're not going to out. Once you see that, you know, the char- some Charger player is going to cut you off, why not just go out of bounds? I mean, again, he 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 dropped it really before any charges got to him. Why why just not go well, out of bounds? I, I mean, I, I, I think we, he was I think he was I think he was trying to come up and brace for it. And I think the ball just slipped. I think it's just one of those situations where, you know, the, he doesn't – he doesn't. I don't think he has the ball in his hands very often in those situations. I mean, obviously we know that, and that's that's a point where it just 
you know, he's trying to he's 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 in an unfamiliar situation and he's trying to to make sure that he doesn't doesn't do what exactly what he did. And it just right. it's just a it's 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 a it's a it's a crazy mistake. It's a bad one, but you know, that just that's just how it goes sometimes. I guess, man. I mean that that was just I mean, that was just so deflating. I mean I was back in the studio watching it, and I heard Wes get all excited. Oh, Austin Eckler fumbled. Taquan Graham scoops it, up, scoops it up. And then once I heard he fumbled and the Chargers, oh, I mean, I can, it's just, and then it's just like the real, the, the roller coaster of emotions, too. You're super, well, one, you're like, oh, man, we're going to lose this game. They're going to about to just kick the field goal. Then you get all excited because Austin Eckler, is, uh, he fumbled it. We recovered it. Running down the field, you think we're about to have a chance to, you know, win the game at least, at least go into overtime. Then Jaquan Graham just, like you said, drops the ball, and then it's like, oh, geez, like, yeah. So, just so deflating, man. It just that was really the epitome of this game. Like, there were highs, but then they like, it, there was just plays that just made you go, oh man, it just really took the wind out of yourselves. So, there were a lot of plays like that uh, this game. So. Those are definitely, I agree with you, the most, the most important sequences. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But I want to ask you, I want to ask you this, Bo. Do, I mean, we know it's, it's, it's good for the Falcons that they're going to have, uh, they're, they're going to have a short week and they're going to be able to erase this, you know, out of their memory quick. But, you know, do you, do you see any, any way that this could at all haunt the Falcons? Just, just the way that they, they lost this game. Do you feel like this could, this could haunt the Falcons at all going into a short week on Thursday? Uh, no, I, I don't think so because teams know, mm-hmm. you know, we, these guys are professionals. They know that right. it, they, they've got to, they've got to immediately turn it around and, and, and get it and get it, get it going. I mean, they, they, it's, it's not, it's nothing that, you know, it's a 24 hour rule for a reason. The problem is, right. is there is no 24 hour rule with <laughs> this one. It's pretty much on to Carolina and it's, yeah. it's good that you have a division. You have an advantage because the other teams in the in the division, when they've played Thursday night games, you know, they haven't been divisional opponents. Right. You know, the Falcons have a divisional opponent who's coming off a you know a beat down. So I, I don't know where they're gonna where, where they're gonna be. But but you know, that's that's the good thing for, for you. So I I don't I don't think so. I think it's gonna be one of those deals where they're they're back ready to go and it's not it's it shouldn't haunt them but you've got to turn it around quickly and we've seen this team have losses i mean it didn't they didn't hang on to the tampa bay loss you know right. when, when they got cheated and it was it was clear they've done a good job of that kind of stuff so i i, I don't expect it to and i believe the only time the falcons have suffered back-to-back losses this year were weeks one and two and uh after that, you did you haven't lost a game twice. You know, if if you have lost a game, you come right back the next weekend and you've won. So yeah, they haven't they haven't lost two games in a row this year. So that does both besides obviously weeks one and two. So that does both well 
for the Atlanta Falcons. So I do believe they'll be able to bounce back as well. I do want to touch on this, though, because earlier you did talk about Cornell Armstrong. Obviously, the Falcons traded for Rashad Fenton, the cornerback from the Cincinnati Chiefs, Cincinnati Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs. When do you think, and with a short week, it might be tough to see him this week, so I'm not necessarily expecting to see him this week, but when do you think we will start to see Rashad Fenton? Because we need some help in, in, in the secondary. I mean, Corner Armstrong, again, he had some plays where he was good, but he also had some tough plays today. So when do you think we're going to get that, that, that reinforcement in Rashad Fenton coming in? Uh, when, when do you think we can expect him? Well, I mean, he was, I mean, he, he, he played, he was, didn't play. I don't, I don't really see him in coverage, but he wasn't like he wasn't there today. It wasn't like he didn't dress, uh, right. You know, dress, dress out and everything. So that's just one of those deals where, um, I think when they're, when they're comfortable that he, he knows what they want to do. Um, you know, it just so happened that I think Cornell Armstrong, who's been with the team for a long, you know, all season on the practice squad or most of the season, he was he was kind of more um yeah he he's more into what they want to do so it was easier yep. you know just just kind of a better situation um but uh, I don't know because you don't know what a you know how's it's AJ back next week I don't know right. how do you do how do you treat AJ do you want AJ to have another week off and then because I know he's day to day. Maybe mm-hmm. he, maybe they want him to have another another week off, and then you can yeah. turn around and he'll be healthy, basically off of a, you know, off the mini buy, and then he's ready to go the second half of the season. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good chance you see him. I, I would expect um, him to be active, uh, Rashad Fenton to be active and ready to go on um, on Thursday night. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I don't, if not, then I don't know why you traded for him. Right. Yeah. If you could, if you didn't feel like you could maybe get him ready to go by, you know, a week or, you know, maybe two. Again, why why did you trade for him? You said he fit the culture and, you know, this, that, and the third. So, you know, why is it taking so long for him to get on the field? But anywho, we will see if Rashad Fenton gets uh, gets some playing time here on Thursday. Again, the Falcons could definitely use a little bit of secondary help and secondary reinforcements. Hopefully, Rashad Fenton is, is exactly that for us. So, quick turnaround. We got the Carolina Panthers in Carolina on Thursday. Obviously, we played them not too long ago, and it was a crazy game. The Falcons ended up winning to get their first division win, 37-34. And uh, hopefully, it's another win. Hopefully, we sweep the Panthers. This is a really important game. Want to get that second division win, get to 500 in the division, get back to 500 overall. So, another big game coming up this week, and every game is big right now. So, it's going to be a huge one for the Atlanta Falcons. So, we will talk to you, and uh, it's going to be a little bit of a, a weird week for us with, well, kind of, but not really. So we'll be back on Wednesday. We'll talk to you guys on Wednesday again. We'll kind of, it's a somewhat short week for us, so we'll kind of, you know, give you our, it'll be like a Friday. We'll, we'll give you our matchups to watch, keys to the game, all that stuff. We'll give that to you on Wednesday, and then we'll give you our reaction on Friday, and then we'll kind of be back to regular schedule programming somewhat on uh, on Monday. So. Things getting a little wonky here on Peachtree Football with the short week, but we're excited to have a national game. Obviously, it's going to be on Amazon Prime, and the if you're local, the Fox broadcast is going to carry it as well if you don't have Amazon Prime. So there you go. That'll work out for you. But it's going to be an important game. Falcons trying to get back to 500, not only 
in their overall record, but in the division as well in trying to sweep the Carolina Panthers. So huge game for the Atlanta Falcons coming up on Sunday. And Bo, just to, to give a quick, quick look, first look, if we want to do that, since we'll kind of be really breaking this thing down on Wednesday, Falcons are going to have to stop stop the run better than they did um, on on a couple weeks ago on Sunday. They'll have to stop the run a lot better because Deontay Foreman had a big day last time he played the Atlanta Falcons. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, yeah, he he did. But but look, um, you know, they, 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 were, they got blown out today. Uh, right. Foreman only had 23 yards on seven carries. So, uh, P.J. Walker was benched today, yep. uh, what it appears, from what I can see. I, I don't really know if he was benched or if it was um, – I, I, I honestly didn't watch the game. Yeah. And um, but it but it appeared he was benched in in in, in favor of, of of Baker Mayfield, uh, because he was picked off twice. So, you know, you're going to see a different quarterback, which is going to change what they do. I mean, PJ Walker, I mean, Baker Mayfield can move, but but you know, it was one of it's one of those situations where um, uh, Baker Mayfield's a guy. He you know he's willing to throw it to you a little bit. He has oh, yeah. at times. So. You just gotta, you just, you just can't worry about that. Like you, you did a good job against the run today. Mm-hmm. Um, so just go in there. The comments you beat them. You kind of had to beat them three times basically, and they should have beat right. you a couple of times. So go in there, take care of business, and um, and, and you're gonna come out in first place still after on on Friday morning or, or late Thursday night. That's like it's all you can do. Like I don't. You know this Carolina team; they're going through a transition now with, with, with where you know where they're at because they've they've literally just benched, um, benched their what was their starting quarterback the last time mm-hmm. you saw. So you you really can't you really can't worry too much uh, about what you did last time. You know right. what you're facing. I'm more concerned about how they're gonna how they're gonna block these guys up front. At least now, right. especially now, Wilkinson out. Um, so that's what I'm worried about more, containing Derek Brown and, and Brian Burns, and I am right. uh, Deontay Foreman. So we will see how that all shapes out. Again, we will get into matchups to watch, keys to the game, all that good stuff. Really dive deep into that on Wednesday when we talk to you guys next. But, again, big game. We will see how it all shapes out, and hopefully we continue to get help from other teams uh, when it comes to uh, the rest of the NFC South potentially losing the Bengals already helped us out. They beat the Panthers 42-21. to 21. The Saints play the Ravens uh, Monday night. Uh, and right now, the Rams are beating the Bucks, and the Rams have the football with just a little bit over, a little bit under two minutes to go. So it looks like the Rams are going to win. Uh, they have a pretty good shot to win the football game. We'll see. But uh, Rams up 13-9 over the Bucks. So looks like not too much damage is going to be done 
um, by the Atlanta Falcons losing because hopefully it looks like the rest of the NFC South has a good chance to lose as well. But that'll do it for us. Again, we will talk to you guys again on Wednesday. Make sure you like this podcast. Follow the podcast. Download it wherever you get your podcast. That is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app. We are there. So, Peace Street Football coming to you next on Wednesday. We'll dive deep into the matchup that is Panthers versus Falcons. But until we talk to you next time, for Bo Morgan, is Dylan Matthews. Peace.